cliffcentral.com. Okay, well, we do have a little bit of money talk this morning. We missed out on it last week, but luckily for us, Seleho Tatsi is here. Seleho, nice to see you, man. Yes, it's good to be here. Good. We've got lots to talk about today. Yeah, yeah. So let's start with uh, the thing that is pissing South Africans off enormously at the moment, the fuel price and everything that's related to that Brent crude oil. Tell us what's happening. Yes, so oil hit a four-year high last week. Uh, so the high since 2014, and mm. it's really being driven by supply probably more than demand. Uh, so if we look at supply, we have OPEC. They cut supply in January of 2017. Right. Then we have Venezuela. They're obviously in a crisis mode at the moment. Heads up their backsides, right? Yes, yes. And then Iran um, are going to have sanctions placed on them because the U.S. is pulling out of that oh Iran nuclear God. agreement. So it's like a... Perfect storm. Exactly, yes. And then we have, and then global growth has been quite good as well. So the demand side's been good. Oi. So, in other words, huge demand, low supply for those three reasons you've just uh, illustrated. This, this is why we're paying so much more. Yes. And on top of that, we have the very weak RAND, which um, for us as South Africans. And the government trying to gouge us with their fuel levies. Yes, yes. And so this past week, we had the, we had petrol prices rising by about one RAND. A pretty significant increase. And from an investment standpoint, it makes a share like Sassel look very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, for them, the two big drivers are the RAND. They want a weak RAND, which we have at the moment. They want a strong oil price. We obviously have that at the moment. Mm-hmm. And so has Sassel's share price gone up? It has. It's done very well year to date. But oh. but recently, it's actually been pretty flattish. Um, I think part of that is because we've had this emerging markets mayhem or crisis uh, whatever you want to call it uh, so i'd say in recent weeks it hasn't hasn't really priced in the the, the weak rand or the strong oil price so maybe there's still time to buy if you're a if you're a speculator yes i, I think it certainly relative to where spots prices are now in terms of the current oil price it's it's quite cheap okay well, um, I suppose there are also plenty of people who will benefit from a weak rand. I mean, what kinds of, of companies, is it exporters or importers that benefit from a weak rand? Exporters. Right. Yeah. So, for example, platinum companies, the platinum shares have done very well over the past couple of weeks because they are hugely sensitive and geared to the rand. Let's talk about Pioneer Food Group. Yes. So, they had a trading statement out this week. They said that the... The midpoint of what they could report for earnings was about five rand seventy. That was eight percent lower than what the market was expecting, and so the share ended the day down ten percent. Mm-hmm. I think these results are just another confirmation of the fact that, unfortunately, we are in a recession. Right. Um, so you have pretty weak in demand. In case you were looking for more evidence. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, I wish I could bring more positive news, but uh, you know so, we have weak demand, and then on top of that, we have this in, this surge in inflationary pressure because of things right. like the oil price. So you have costs going up, and it's just a, a bad combination. The the white maize price apparently is also up. Yes, so it it's coming. We're coming off a period where that was very low, and mm-hmm. it's um, that is a very important input to Pioneer, but that as well is is picked up quite a bit. All right, let's turn to a company that's been in the news. Anthea talks about them a lot. E O H. They had a bit of a rough year last year. They yeah, were embroiled in various uh, scandals, and yes. now they're going to go through some kind of restructuring. 
Yes, so they're saying they're going to restructure the business. They're splitting it off into two different businesses. One will be a specialized projects business. The other is the more traditional B2B, business-to-business EOH. But it's they haven't given enough disclosure, I would say, at this stage to really make a, an informed decision on whether you should invest in it or not. So at this stage, we don't know what the the split between the two businesses is going to be or what the growth prospects are going to be. So although it looks cheap, it's a roughly a six and a half times trailing PE. Right. I think that's really not the way to look at it at the moment. We, we need to get more disclosure. Well, I mean, do you think you're going to get that from them? I hope we do. They haven't I'd, been forthcoming yeah, up I, to now. I mean, I hope we do, but I, I guess we'll have to wait and see. All right. The, the, the bad boy of the U.S. stock market is Elon Musk. He can't behave himself tweeting and all the rest of it. Um, so what's going on with Tesla at the moment? I've heard they've taken a bit of a knock. Yes. So on Friday, their shares were down another 7%. Oh, yeah. And it, unfortunately, it stems back to Elon again and his tweeting habit. After the settlement which he came to with the SEC, um, the regulator in the States, which which said that he has to, or Tesla has to appoint an independent chairman because he's the chairman and CEO. Right. And they also have to appoint two independent directors. Isn't that standard practice in most companies? You can't be the chairman and the CEO. Yeah, for most, com- I mean, for example, Warren Buffett is chairman and CEO of Berkshire. But, oh, he is. Okay. But, but in most cases, it's considered good corporate governance, governance to yeah. have separation of those two roles. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think the SEC basically is trying to get some independence um, at a board level for Tesla. Uh, so Elon on Thursday, I guess Thursday evening for us, tweeted, uh, he appeared to mock the SEC. He called them the Short Seller Enrichment Commission. Uh-oh. Um, so short sellers benefit when a share price declines. Right. And Tesla's the most shorted company in the United States. Okay, so maybe he has some grievances that are, you know, worth he, A lot of it he's brought onto himself, but. Yeah, I think he, I, th- I think. The objectively, sh- is there any chance he might have a point? I, I suppose from, in, in one sense, I can understand his frustration with the fact that he is the most shorted <laughs> company uh, in the market, but. Uh, I mean, the company at this moment in time isn't profitable. They're burning a lot of cash. And so when you're in that stage of your life cycle, it's understandable that a lot of investors are going to bet against you, short you. Jeez, what do you think the long-term prospects for Tesla are? I'm asking you to look into a crystal ball here, but what do you think? I So I think that the – I think they probably need an operational person, a, a COO. Yeah. This high oil price actually is helping electric cars so it makes hell yeah yeah it's good for tesla i think they have an amazing brand if you look online tesla supporters are almost cultish in their their love for tesla um but i'd say operationally and financially i'm I'm not so sure um the debt load is a bit scary well all right then let's look at moody's and what's going on with our credit rating review which is happening on this friday isn't it Yes, so Moody's is the last of the three major ratings agencies to not have us at uh, junk. They still have us at investment grade. These are the guys who, please (laughs) don't put us to junk. (laughs) Um, They they have said last month that it's unlikely that there'll be a downgrade this year. So that is positive. But they could lie. They, uh, things could change. (laughs) And I mean, we've, you know, we have since gone into recession. Uh, we have inflationary pressures picking up. Politically, you could say there have been some developments that 
aren't positive. If if there was to be a downgrade, it obviously would be hugely negative for South African assets. So our stocks would sell off, our bonds would sell off, our currency would sell off. We'd see a pickup in interest rates and in inflation, which would be negative for us, obviously, as a country and uh, individuals. Oh, let's hold thumbs. We don't need a surprise like that. No. Uh, there are enough pressures on the consumer at the moment. Uh, okay, and then finally, Apple and Amazon. Yes. We've got a hack. Yes, so this is a peculiar story. Uh, A story came out last week alleging that China had hacked the United States and they'd done this by placing microchips on servers that were used by U.S. companies. So the two most valuable companies in the U.S. and the world, Apple and Amazon, are alleged to have been uh, victims of this hack. But then they've... Apparently this is a tiny, tiny... Piece on a microchip. You know, a lot of the stuff is manufactured in China. Apple's products are mostly manufactured in China. And they say they found a little chip the size of half a rice grain inside a whole lot of Apple devices and inside a whole lot of other devices that they can't, that it's not part of the original manufacturing blueprints. Ooh. And they say that the Chinese have installed this as malware or at least a mm. way to, to watch what's going on or to get your information and relay it back to China. I mean, it's not good news. It, it's the you wonder pl- why Donald Trump wants a trade war with them? There's your reason. Yeah, it's the plot of a, a spy movie. It's, right. I mean, it's fascinating. And But the weird thing is Apple and Amazon have come out very strongly, and they're saying this story is, is false. Made if, up. Yeah, every aspect of this story is false. And for, the, for them to come out that strongly, firstly, is weird. Okay. But then the publishers of this story have reiterated that one, they've talked to or interviewed over a hundred individuals, including ex and current intelli- um, U.S. intelligence officials. Wow! And they say that they've got seventeen individuals confirming that this hack happened. So, I, I mean, at this point, I don't know who you believe. Do you believe? Well, you could take the Chinese at their word, which is that they've said that they're engaged in a long-term battle for supremacy with the u.s that's yes. what they've said in unequivocal terms True. or you can t- say well are oh, they just only they're kidding <laughs> china doesn't mean what it says i think so far history has shown that when the chinese premier and the chinese government yeah. speak they mean what they say yeah i get the feeling we're gonna be getting a lot more to the story in the oh yeah believe it uh, this is days and weeks this is why people are all ah oh, why is trump starting this trade war mm. with china there are so many American patents that are being copied and retro-engineered by yes. China and being stolen effectively, that um, it's costing the American economy enormously. And and the number of jobs, manufacturing jobs that have been taken outside of America into China, uh, th- this is one of the reasons that that administration, the U.S. administration, Trump's administration, has cited as one of the reasons that they want to bring those jobs back is because they don't trust the Chinese government. Yeah, and the irony is that the U.S., um to a large degree is dependent on Chinese for hardware right. manufacturing. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think to put this into context, uh, Supermicro, which is a US-based company, mm-hmm. was alleged to have been the conduit through which all this hacking occurred. So they oh. produced servers amongst other things. And they also obviously denied <gasps> that this happened. But the day after the story came out, their share price halved. So it was down 50%. Oh, wow. Oof. Uh, so clearly the market's not believing the denials. Sure. Well, we'll have to keep an eye on this. Yes. Scary stuff.
There we are. There's some useful information for you. Thank you, Selejo. Very nice to see you again. Pleasure. You know, you tell Anthea occasionally it's okay if she goes away. We were worried, but um, I'm perfectly happy when you come in. She should make her holidays longer. Exactly. <laughs> Cliffcentral.com.